0: This is My Child Will Thrive, and I'm your host, Tara Hunkin, Nutritional Therapy Practitioner, Certified GAPS Practitioner, Restorative Wellness Practitioner, and Mother. I'm thrilled to share with you the latest information, tips, resources, and tools to help you on the path to recovery for your child with ADHD, autism, sensory processing disorder, or learning disabilities. My own experiences with my daughter, combined with as much training as I can get my hands on, research I can dig into, and conferences I can attend have helped me to develop systems and tools for parents like you who feel overwhelmed trying to help their children. So sit back as I share another great topic to help you on your journey. A quick disclaimer before we get started. My Child Will Thrive is not a substitute for working with a qualified healthcare practitioner. The information provided on this podcast is not intended to diagnose or treat your child. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before implementing any information or treatments that you have learned about on this podcast. There are many gifted, passionate, and knowledgeable practitioners with hundreds if not thousands of hours of study and clinical experience available to help guide you. Part of our goal is to give you the knowledge and tools you need to effectively advocate for your child so that you don't blindly implement each new treatment that comes along. No one knows your child better than you. No one knows your child's history like you do or can better judge what is normal or abnormal for your child. The greatest success in recovery comes from the parent being informed and asking the right questions and making the best decisions for their child in coordination with a team of qualified practitioners in different areas of specialty. Today's podcast is sponsored by the Autism, ADHD and Sensory Processing Disorder Summit. In order to learn more about the summit and to sign up for free, please go to www.mychildwillthrive.com forward slash summit. Hi, welcome back to the My Child Will Thrive Podcast, I'm Tara Hunkin, and I'm excited to have with me today, Carla Atherton. Carla is with us today because she has written a wonderful book and resource for families looking at um, your family health as a family health revolution. I just got off doing the interview with her just now, and I really encourage you to take a look at her book and add it to your reference library. Uh, She's going to walk us through why she wrote the book, her her story with her daughter, and her long journey to uh, coming up with her perspective and also all the research that she's done on how we can address our family's health through looking at the uh, root cause approach, which obviously we're a fan of here at My Child Will Thrive. If you've listened to the podcast before and you've enjoyed it, I would really appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe to the podcast on whatever uh, podcast platform that you listen on. And also if you can take the time to give us a review, that would be great. That is how the algorithms out there tell other people about our podcast. uh, So that families like you, can also find the resources and the information that they need to help their child thrive. So without further ado, here is my interview with Carla Atherton. Hello everyone, I am happy to have with me today, Carla Atherton, Carla is going to talk to us today about finding the confidence to take charge of your family's health, which is all what we all need. And what the what your family's health revolution can look like. Carla is the director of the Healthy Family Formula, the HFF Practitioner Training Academy, host and producer of the Children's Health Summit, author, uh, which we're going to talk a bit about today, of the Family Health Re- Revolution, host of the Family Health Re- Revolution podcast, empowerment coach, holistic family health consultant, and a children's health advocate. Spurred by her love for her three glorious children and husband. Carla's mission is to support families to achieve their best health through information, guidance, and empowerment. Carla, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us.
1: Yes, my pleasure, Tara. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: So why don't we dive right in? Because you you use the term in your book, which we're going to talk about in a in a bit. I will just hold the book up so you can see it is quite a meaty 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 book. I love a good <laughs> thick book to dig into. <laughs> exactly. So um, what is what has been? Let's talk about your your journey with your family. What has been your family's health revolution looked like?
1: oh okay well 1st it started. start I guess you know I wouldn't have put it into that ter- those terms at first necessarily revolution at first it would have been more like an awakening I suppose we have an awakening before we revolt against anything that we're awakened to so our awakening was I mean really I had um several I mean I guess like we all do throughout my life but the biggest one in the catalyst to be to move us into like the whole family you know changing things like um we always had our particular health practices but like once my daughter was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when she was 11 that was like the real shakeup. where we're you know where kind of the stuff that we were doing um all along kind of wasn't enough you know like so some of the information we were being taught um how we medicalized our bodies you know thinking that you know this one pill or you know is going to fix this one ill those sorts of things were really um became like to me i became very aware that that wasn't going to serve us especially now Um, So when that happened, I dug into functional medicine, and I was already sort of into like holistic practices and stuff like that. But, um, you know, what, what were those things that were going to actually pertain to us, you know, and and this whole healing of my daughter, who was now facing a life threatening condition, and a lifelong, potentially lifelong condition, right, Mm -hmm. like where this was forever, this was never going to, and nothing would ever go back to the what it was before that ease of, you know, everybody Waking up, relatively happy most of the time, you know, it was like, wow, you know, she could actually go into a diabetic coma. She could actually um, have brain issues because, you know, of, of uh, high sugars, that toxic level of high sugars. She could have, you know, ketoacidosis or, you know, encounter any kind of pathogen in her, you know, that anybody could get any time of day. Um, but that could highly affect her because of the the impact on the blood sugar levels. And even to that, like every parent's nightmare, she could die, right? Like she could die. Her life could be shorter. she could have miscarriage when she got older. She could have Hashimoto's or other autoimmune conditions or she could die. Like one morning I could wake up, go in there to check on her and she wouldn't, she would be, you know, no longer with us. So those are real, like that, I mean, if any parents are listening, if there's a catalyst for anything that a parent does, it's that it's your kids, it's your child's health and well-being and so instead of being all doom and gloom and like wow this is forever which is kind of like uh you know my husband and my daughter both got it like they were both like this is this is this is forever this is going to change things forever I didn't think about that as much like I knew it but I went Boop, I processed things and I go what are we going to do for here what are, where are we going to go from here so that's what I did and so that's that that was really the biggest catalyst into the work that I do now which is more helping families to navigate all of that um, when it starts off where you're like some people. And like I said, I wasn't really one of those people, which is good. Cause I tend to be a little more like, I just, I'm, I'm goal. I'm like action oriented and I do reflect, I do. And I, you know, but it's just, I didn't let it get me, you know, but I think a lot of parents they are like deer in headlights and they're like, well, that's not really what I think is the right thing to do here, but that's all that I'm being taught or that's all the people around me know. And so I really, in my work, I want people to know that one, they're not alone, two, that there are answers and solutions, and three, nothing's forever, (laughs) you know, nothing's forever. And so I think that's really empowering.
0: Yeah, no, it is. It it is. I mean, I think that uh, most of the parents that are listening are are going through some kind of challenge with their child, um, and can Mm. completely relate to that story. And, and it's true, we all react differently in terms of how you process that information and depending on what that information is, and then what you're being told by um, the people that are diagnosing your child with a particular challenge at that time, yes. whatever that might be. When you talk about the medical model, can you just explain to people? Because you did, you did, you do talk about that in the book. Um, mm-hmm. Medicalizing. Um, can you just explain what you mean by that, so that people that aren't as familiar?
1: Sure thing. And you know, first and foremost, I want to say that I I'm not going to you know be here criticizing the medical profession. That's not at all what I'm going to do. If my daughter hadn't gone to the hospital, she could she could have died. Like, I mean, insulin saves her life every day. So I get that Um, what the one thing that we don't do is understand what the role is. So medicine is reactionary and that's designed to be because it's like, well, you got something wrong. It's designed to actually suppress a symptom or get you through, you know, but it's not really designed to prevent illness in the first place. And it's not designed to help you through all the steps you need to go past and beyond a diagnosis. And often, if we medicalize, what I mean by medicalizing our bodies is when we see everything as a, like a pill for an ill, right? So you get something wrong with you, then you say, you know, like or wrong or imbalanced. And that's, see, see, look at my language even. I'm still trying to undo that language because it's not that there's anything wrong. If there's an imbalance in the body, that's a more holistic approach, right? It could be mental, it could be emotional, it could be physical. And it's, it's actually all the time, it's always all three. Um, So that holistic approach of the whole person, the whole body, the whole child, the whole family is is quite often missed. So we do have tools that will get us through a surgery or sew something back on, you know, that's what medicine's for, Um, but it isn't really filling the needs of people who need something like more support Um, And undoing some of those things that already happened. So, you know, and and often like we, we weren't told that, yeah, you know, there are things we can do to stop maybe the autoimmune attack, right. Or um, that, you know, continuing to eat a certain food might perpetuate that. And so all of that information that we didn't get um, really was a detriment to uh, and and is for lots of of parents to what you can do for the future and how you can really improve and rebalance and, and so, and, and many tech cases reverse conditions that, in our medicalized model, we see as permanent. Right? It's not permanent. So we introduce ideas like epigenetics. You know, what we put into our bodies and what we are exposed to can actually change our gene expression. Like, who knows that? I mean, you know, that's really like a well-kept secret in you know in the mainstream media and mainstream, um, you know, I guess medicine. Right. So, and we medicalize things like childbirth, like. You know, I mean, how, how many movies have you seen where everybody's rushed to the hospital? It's an emergency, you know, like, well, I mean, it's exciting and but it's not necessarily an emergency, right? Like, it, you know, it's a big it's a big event. Um, but th- that's what I mean by medicalization. Everything has to happen in a hospital, in a sterile environment, in, you know, where we need like medications and surgeries and such. And oftentimes and more often than not, there are lots of solutions and Um, more natural ways of actually living and being in the world that's not, you know, a state of emergency or that requires a doctor, but it really requires, um, I guess, a a wisdom, a reawakening of our human wisdom of that passing on from generation to generation and from parent to child and relearning that we have a lot of the answers already. Parents know their kids, Parents, you know, if we tap into the natural progression of life and how it is to be um, healthy, like most of the stuff that you and I might say to people like, hey, you know, don't eat out of bags, boxes and cans, get some sleep, you know, get some exercise, all those things that we don't necessarily do day to day that we actually know, that's the stuff that's actually going to improve our health and to reverse a lot of these conditions
0: yeah it, it it is and i like that you started out by saying that you're not there to criticize um physicians because i i mean they are using i i am the same way they are, are I believe that every, most everybody that goes into um, uh, the medical profession is there to help. They are taking what they've been learned to do and been trained to do and the model of care that they have been learned in, and they believe in that model of care. And that is why, you know, that is, and that's how they deliver that, that care. What we've, you and I have learned through the process of our families and other, and education and research and everything else is that there are other options, as you say, to um, look at it. to, to flip the, the, the perspective and look at it from a different way. And then, and then support, um, natural, uh, healing and rebalancing. So, and I, yeah. And Tara, can I just
1: mention something? And sorry I took off my, my, my light. If I'm darker, I apologize to everybody else, but like I, that was giving me a migraine. Okay. So no, (laughs) we don't want that, but no, I just want to say too, there are other ways. And really there are thousands of other ways modalities, you know, if you want to call them treatments, ways of being, um, you know, all kinds of like thousands and thousands. So medicine is a very important one for some aspects, but there are so many more that like it's really empowering to know that like it's like literally the sky's a limit in what you can explore and, and access.
0: Okay. So I'll let you answer your question. Thanks for letting me add to that. No, okay. no, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you did. Um, so what does, from your perspective, cause you call it a family health revolution, what does it look like? Yeah. yeah well,
1: okay. So first is what we experienced was basically an awakening, right? Like, so it's more like, um, knowing what it is that, it means to be healthy right because how many of us really think about that you know on a daily basis i know i didn't i even wrote in my book in a section in the book where i said we didn't think about health we just were we just ran around and did our thing and if something happened we kind of we went to the doctor or whatever or, or and a lot of other people had different modalities even then when i was growing up but the 80s you know it was very <laughs> lots of like we thought everything was so great that was you know in a bag or a box or a can and we grew up on like craft dinner and Kool-Aid, you know, like that's how, you know, that's what it was like. And then we thought we didn't think anything of it. Nothing. So, um, so, okay. What was your question? Okay. So, well, so help, what, help yeah. an awakening, right. An awareness about what this actually means to be healthy. Also, um, what it is in our environments that are making us unhealthy. Right. And, mm-hmm. and really it is a lot to do with the environment because it's not really like you're born and you have this predisposed set of conditions and you're going to you're going to eventually get XYZ because you have this gene that gene and that gene well that's not necessarily the case you know we have a combination of uh, propensity of like potential um, but it's up it's really what we put in and on our bodies and what we are exposed to in our environments that actually have that take place Right. So um, so we have a lot of power in that. And I think that that's what that's what I'm talking about when I say, well, I know that that's what I'm talking about when I say a revolution, because we have an awakening to our own power, to what it really means to be healthy, how to maintain and regain um, our health or prevent ill health. And then what and then being able to take the control, our own control of our own health, not blaming anybody. And that's why I started off saying I'm not going to blame any health professional because I, my kid isn't, you know, how they didn't tell me earlier, maybe they didn't know, you know, like, so it's really up to us to, to, um, to, I guess, uh, reawaken that within ourselves to um, reclaim our, our own family's health. So that's what I mean by a revolution. It's not really against anybody. It's just outside of what we previously believed. It's like moving past the ceiling that we thought existed before.
0: Based on that, how do you start, like, what are the steps to start reclaiming hmm. your family's health?
1: Okay, first, well, really simple, find out what it is in your environment, I mean, what will first be aware of your body, right, and your children's bodies, and what could be going on there? Like, oh, you know what, actually, you know, maybe chronic acne isn't actually a normal thing, you know, when you're XYZ age, or maybe... You know um my child's outburst might be something else besides bad behavior right like okay well where is that is that coming from so we're what we're always chasing in my in what i do and i guess in the functional medicine realm and even in holistic holistic care is finding the root cause so as soon as we start being aware that everything has a reason right that's going on in the body and it's not just bad luck uh we start really realizing that there's Yeah, there could be something going on. So we're looking at, okay, what is it that's really that I'm living outside of my natural, you know, like that natural human need, all those natural human needs. So looking at sleep, looking at uh, your diet, what are you eating, looking at rest and stress is huge. Okay. Like we say, okay, stress and everybody talks about stress, like taboo. It's almost like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear the word. Nobody even knows what it means anymore because you hear it so much but really literally anything that's in your environment, whether it be a physical thing, it could be um, a mental emotional thing. It could be a relationship thing, a community thing. It could be um, like a chemical for crying out loud. Like those things are stressors on your body and they will create a stress response downstream causing inflammation, downstream causing illness, everything. So whatever those stressors are, we start to see them. And it's not so that the world around us is scary, Right, because when we, okay, I'm gonna say this right now, Tara. A lot of people who start becoming aware are like, "Oh, this whole. What do you mean EMFs are not good? I my router's right beside my child's bed. You know, what do you mean that chemicals like, you know, I sprayed my lawn is that my fault? My fault that you know my child has this issue, or what do you mean that I, you know, this food is, or we could have reactivity, or you know, it seems to be where everything around you is scary. Then. This is not to get people feeling like that and we can you might go through a little of that as you start to be aware of what's going on, but it's not to be feel like everything's a danger, but it's an opportunity to kind of to clean that up a little bit right Mm -hmm. To, to be like oh I can see maybe a potential problem, or a reason for why we have this other downstream problem, and we can actually do something about it so. Going through your house and, and really uh, recognizing the things. I mentioned a lot of them in the book, like you were saying, you, you wanted to talk about a little bit, but, um, you know, going through your home and seeing what's in your environment um, and, and chasing root causes. I think that's the initial, the catalyst for becoming more aware of where you need to uh, make changes.
0: Yeah, it, it is, it, that is something that once you start flipping the switch in terms of Thinking about um, why yeah. something is happening, not just how to fix what's happening, but why it's happening, um, we yeah. can we can find. I mean, as you know, that there, there's lots of things we can do that are more band aid type approaches in order to manage some of the challenges in the short term. But if you want long term results, you have to look for that why that root cause. So yeah. let's let's talk about this. So this. Okay. Is, this is a, a, a very in-depth um, look at how to look at health. So tell me a bit about why you why did you choose to write this book and this type of book that is so comprehensive. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, first it didn't start off as an idea to write a book. It was really like I so my work was sort of I sort uh-huh, yeah, you're smiling like, yeah, who does that? Um, you know, but, um, so I didn't sit down write a table of contents and then write this piece that be that, you know, like I would write an essay or something. Cause I actually, my, my background is English literature. So I have a master's in English literature. So I, I've always been a writer from very young age, but it wasn't, that wasn't my intent. My intent was to actually put together a lot of the information that I, I had uncovered over all of these years. So my daughter's actually 21 now. So from the get go of when I started doing all these health coach- coaching designations and really digging into all the science and all the right reading and all the stuff I did, that was that's been ten years. Since then, since that part of it, right? But other stuff came before. Um, so I had a lot of material. I had a lot of stuff that I'd written. I just I felt compelled to write about. So when I developed my website and then my practice and all the stuff I wanted to convey to clients and to people around me and my family. It was just like it got to the point where I, I'm like, I don't even know where to start. Like someone would say, you know, my child uh, wakes up in the middle of the night. What do I do? Mm, okay, and knowing all I know about that, like um, it is not one answer. It is like, okay, we need a health history. We need to know, you know, what maybe is around in the environment and what's going on in your, you know, that child's emotional life. What is it? Like all, like it's all of it. And so mm-hmm. instead of like feeling overwhelmed that I'm really at the point where it's not an easy answer and not being able to help at all I really wanted something that I could put together that I could say read page whatever (laughs) you know or go to this section or people could read like you know section to section say I'm really interested in addictions I really want to know more about that I want to know more about EMF exposure um so I, I wanted something to be more like really comprehensive in that but also be able to read it from cover to cover if you want to sit down and just, you know, be with me for a bit because my story in there. I have lots of examples. I have, um, you know, just just illustrations of what actually I w- I'm talking about. So there's like the, the bit of the science and there's like an explanation of some of these terms and, you know, concepts and all that stuff about health. But also like I go back and forth and like, OK, how does this apply to this kid? How, how can you see this working out in this child's, um, you know, from, you know, two years of, of age to, you know, 15 uh, year old diagnosis of that, de- you know, de- uh, depression, where how does that happen? So I, I illustrate that in the book, too, so that it's not just like a bunch of information. But again, it's, it's almost like a bit of coaching, it's support, it's story, it's engagement, and it's, it's connection. And that's what I wanted to do in that this book. And also a lot of, encouragement like like inspiration so I want I wanted people to not only have what's going on but what do I do about it I found so many books would just tell you all the stuff that's going on and you are like wow now I'm alerted to all this and then you're at the end of the book and you're like I'm like all right I'm just something about it and they're like well now what how do I do this how do I find someone to help me or you know so that's what I that was my intent
0: for the book that's that's amazing. So why don't we talk, talk a little bit about it, because like I said, it is really comprehensive and um, you had a method to your I won't say madness, but <laughs> sure. to, to you, a to method go. to your to your um, to why you laid it out the way you did what what do you hope people will do? I know you did say that you can point them to this or that or walk all the way through, but how do you recommend um, when you pick up a comprehensive book like this, um, that people tackle it um, so that they can get the most out of what they, it for their families right now?
1: Well, I think, uh, I mean, for sure reading the intro part because that's really like sets the stage. It's like, I mean, really, if you only read that part that you would get a lot out of this book because it will orient you, it'll, it'll explain better what I mean by medicalization. It'll illustrate how we do that. Um, and then what we do in addition to that, um, you know, sort of changing that whole idea of what, what health is. And then be, be able to, like, open your mind to new stuff because um, that's the only time we actually move forward, right? Like, that's the only time that we actually have this, like, health revolution that I'm talking about. Um, and so I think that reading that beginning section is really important. From there, uh, you know, you can go, you know, in and out like a di- different sections. Um, and then according to what you're interested in, I have a really extensive index at the back. And so if you look up something like, you know, a condition or something that you're interested in or a concept or whatever, and you're like, what does this mean? What is mitochondria? I have no idea. It'll tell you, right, what it is. Um, it'll, it'll show you what pages. And that's why that actually was like an addition that what my uh, editor said, do you need this? And I'm like, yep. And it was like the, it actually held up production of the book because there were mistakes in it before we went to the press. And then when we went, then I had to actually go back and get it changed. And I'm like, no, it's so important that I'm going to do this and spend the extra bunch of money. It took me to pay somebody to fix the index and all this stuff. So it's really, it's really useful to have that in there. Um, And then also, even if you were to just say, "Mm, I'm interested in every one of those sections because it's sectioned off into parts. And let's say I want to know what Carla has to say about the nature, you know, the nature of, of human health or something. I think that's part two or three. Um, you can read the beginning of it because there's an intro to each section. And just to get oriented in the concepts, then if you want to go into the little nitty gritty details, keep going. So th- there are lots of ways to enter this book. And then I honestly think keep it on your shelf. It'll keep popping back up refer back to it, you're going to always come across something new that you're reading about or exploring or something. And you're like, hmm, I wonder if there's a little bit more expansion about that in the book, in Carla's book, and then go ahead and have a look. And chances are, you're going to find something. So use it as a reference book. And that's why it's such a big chunk of chunk. (laughs) It's a big book, because I intended it to be a reference book. And I also want it to look nice, you know, so that it wasn't like just a wall of text. Yeah. that nobody wants to read so um yeah so have fun with it and don't don't feel like it's like well I started and I gotta you know finish it with my bookmark in this one spot no but read around and and take what you want and, and the stuff that you need is gonna come to the forefront it will yeah I'm a firm believer in that
0: yeah, I, I have to tell you, one of the things I like that you've done in here, too, is so you've chosen some um, very choice quotes to um, yeah. add, add, add life. So at like So at the beginning of part three, foundations for preventing disease and building health, you chose two quotes that I actually I love both of them. What the first is from Wayne Dyer, thoughts are things, choose the good ones. And I think as mm-hmm. parents, as we go through this journey with our kids, you really need to do that in order to persist and Dr. Martha Herbert, and she is, um, a renowned researcher in the area of autism in particular, but she says, when you tell a person that there's no hope that their child will always be this way, that there's nothing they can do about it. That's not science. That's a misuse of statistics. So those are very, um, I I love that you do that throughout the book, because that I think that those types of inspir- inspirations are really important as we go through and inundate us in the information that we need to make decisions and help us move forward and everything else. Like you said, it can be overwhelming at times because it isn't just one thing. But um, I I think it's a real gift that you have added those things um, throughout the book, so that that families and parents can focus on um, the the what the hope and um, the optimism that comes with taking control this way. If you have, Sarah, one... I love it. Yeah, so, yeah. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. Go ahead. Yeah, I know you got another question. Okay, you don't, don't you forget that question. Okay. Cause I'm an interrupter. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, but I am. I got one of those brains. But um, no, when you I'm so excited that you mentioned those quotes. I've actually never been asked about that, or nobody's really mentioned that to me yet, right? you're the first. And so when I when you're talking about those quotes, that one that you just read about that Martha, Dr. Herbert said, that one gives me chills every time I hear her say that. Like every time I read it. And it's actually in a video. It's, a, it's like in a video. So I grabbed that from a video that she spoke um, in. And every time I listen to it, I'm just like, you go, girl. Because, and I know Martha, right? So a lot of the people in the, the book, like the quotes, they're either from something that has pulled me through personally, like that I felt like I, like I got to remember this. This oriented me into this mission of mine or something, right? Like you said, in, inspiration and hope but also that I've uh, like studied as like, a, like Wayne Dyer. I've read all his books. Like that, that was someone that actually helped me to sort of see the doubt, you know, in things like really like pared down to the simple, um, not fight so much, but allow and explore. And like, and that was really important for me because like you'll read in the book, I'm, I've always been a fighter
0: but mm-hmm.
1: I really had to learn when to let go too, because we start off with this, like I'm going to heal everybody and you got to listen to this. And then you get really afraid. Some people get afraid because they're like, if you don't do this, if we don't do this now, it's going to be forever. And we're never going to get ahead. And my child's always going to be like, you know, have this condition or whatever, but there's got to be somewhere, something in the middle. There's a balance and there's a grace to it that we can achieve. So I love that you mentioned those quotes because I'm a poet as well. Like I, that is my heart. And those little quotes are like little pieces of poetry. And what poetry can do is pivot you in a way that a lot two 10 pages can't mm-hmm. literally in those few choice words. And you can't even put it into, you, you don't even need to put it into more words or explain how it hits you in the heart, you know, or, or maybe like just gave you a completely shit, like new shift, a shift in your awareness, a completely new way of looking at things with like two yes. simple words yes. or two, like a one line. So thanks for mentioning that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, I'm I'm really glad you did. And I have to say, I'm going to have to like reference your book to reference Martha's quote there, because it's such a great one um, that I think parents need to hear on, uh, on a regular basis. What I was going to ask you is if there was one thing that um, you could tell parents in terms of like, you know, to, to give them, um, to give them the inspiration to, to move forward and to start you know, you're, you're a fighter, not everybody is built to do the research and dig in. A lot of people that are listening here today are, but some people are just on beginning their journeys and they're a bit overwhelmed. What do you think is the most important thing for them to take away from understanding that, um, you can take control of your family's health and, but it's going to be a bit of a journey.
1: Yep. Well, I mean, it is um and and the thing is though is to take things in steps I, I actually i actually do a lot of empowerment coaching too so it's not just the holistic family health consulting right so i've and i really moved a lot into working with parents and particularly moms like not not that i don't work with dads i totally do but particularly moms and because they there there's this point or sometimes where people just feel overwhelmed even the ones that are you know initially the fighters or the ones that start off with like a lot of chutzpah you know like they get tired and there's fatigue and there's overwhelm and that can come in waves too even when you've made a lot of you know inroads and you're, you're really doing really well in life like that happens you know can really happen and, and that's just something that we don't want to forget so I think that taking taking things in steps are really important it's really important not thinking you have to do everything because there are literally hundreds of I call them um, entry points to every single problem so every single imbalance, let's say, you know, there are many ways that that's going to work for you to, um, you know, to uh, rebalance. Right. So it doesn't mean you have to do like, let's say there's brain inflammation. Okay. You don't have to do every single therapy and thing that, you know, and feel like you're missing something all the time. That's going to actually address that you could do one or two, or you could do something that actually addresses all of it, like, which I call heavy hitters. You'll find some of those in the book. Um, so don't feel like you have to do everything, do just do the best you can. And whatever you do for that day, let it go. Like, you know, let it go. And tomorrow tomorrow's always a new day. And if you end the day feeling like, wow, I just like, I don't even know what to do with myself. Stop, go read a book. Seriously. Like I love my daughter's fantasy, fic- like fiction. I love it. I was like having so much. I have, I, I was like, wow, I learned a lot about romance in that one that I thought I knew when I am 46 and she's, you know, like, and she's 18 years old. I'm like, what who knew so i have lots of fun with that like humor you know like don't think like and we can't be zealots we can't and we can't be like dogmatic about everything you know it's like okay i understand emfs are not a beneficial thing but i'm also not gonna say we're not gonna ever watch a movie again right like I love movies, I mean, I'm, but I'm not going to lose myself and watch binge watch Netflix 24 hours a day, but there's a place for balance and there's a room for all of that. You know, it doesn't mean everything's bad or good. It's like not black and white. So just take off the pressure of yourself. You know, I think that that's really important. Um, and then there was something else I was going to write down that I didn't want to forget, but I actually didn't get it written down before I started talking. Uh, but, <laughs> but but yeah, I love self-care. Like I mean, and we are not. Don't go down the road of martyrdom or of like you know. I'm like a victim because yes, this is hard, and I completely relate, and I am so compassionate and loving with all of the parent, all parents. I know it's like it's not hard, it's not easy sometimes. But then, okay, we recognize that, and then we go, okay, well, what's going to be tomorrow? What am I going to do about that? How am I going to be more resilient? But at the same time, take some time to myself for some calm and some peace and um, and loving myself so and then being patient with your family too because everybody's going to have different goals everyone's gonna I mean your teenagers goals are going to be like almost like day and night to yours. Right? Like they're like, I just want to be with my friends. I just want to be, you know, and all that stuff. And you're like, but what about your future? You know, are you you do really want to grow up and have this uh, this condition? It's like that does not speak to them. That does not speak to them. So knowing how to communicate again, talk about that in the book. So um, yeah, so I think that it's about step by step not trying to be like trying to just get rid of the perfectionism, enjoy the role, the like everything along the way because there's always going to be stuff you know like nothing's ever perfect but you want to recognize when you're passing a threshold because I know that saying this I'm still not saying now you 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 can still have these goals you can still have huge goals like reversing huge chronic like supposed chronic conditions and it happens every day listen to Martha Herbert she knows that Um, she's done it you know like a lot of us have you know so that that happens but it doesn't have to be in a linear fashion and we still have to remember to live along the way. So go for your walks, hit the beach, you know, go have fun with your family, put the supplements in the cupboards. You have to look at them every day, you know, like stuff like that, you know, like it, it, yeah. So remaining like having fun and, and, and maintaining that joy I think is really important too.
0: Yeah, no, I second everything you said there. So if, if, when people go out to get the book, where do they find it? Where's the best place to go to get the book? Yeah, my website's the best spot.
1: Yeah, we haven't released it on Amazon or anything at this point because we're not doing that just yet. We're just getting rolling with the launch. So what we're doing, so the best place to get it is my website, healthyfamilyformula.com. And then on the top there, you'll see the book and then it'll it, it'll take you to the book page. So um, you can read more about it see there's, you know, some of the things that are in there, like, you know, some fun, like, illustrations and stuff like, wait, 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 you know, like these sorts of things in the back, like that's going to, you know, explain a bit of things like um, brain health and stress reduction, like the stress response and our, you know, holistic health tree. That's my little health tree that I created that, that has everything to do with what causes good health and what causes ill health. Um, so, the, you know, all that stuff. So it'll explain a little more on the web, the web page
0: Yeah, no, you've got some great, great resources in there. So I encourage everybody to go to the healthyfamilyformula.com and we'll have the link in the show notes as well, um, to check out that and all the other things that you do, Carla, just, just quickly, why don't you tell us to the other programs and services that you provide at the healthy family formula?
1: Okay. So I do health coaching. Uh, so I do, like I said, I do holistic family um, health consulting and so I act as a health coach for entire families or individuals or parents that are coming to me with you know their kids who have any number of chronic conditions so we deal with like the things that were considered just kind of light and mild to everything you know things like you know your work Tara with uh, children with autism or sensory um, issues and ADHD you know brain-based things but also all the way to like you know autoimmunity um, mental and emotional health and, and things like that addictions and all kinds of stuff so um because and the reason why we can do that is that we have a model that is really based on root causes and really there are only they're really you know a handful of root causes that that create this all of these conditions so we work through all that i help people to make healing plans and support them through their through whatever they've decided to do with their family. So a lot of it is based on choice, uh, but, but given the, the good information and the right support. Um, so I do that. And then the empowerment coaching is more along the lines of, you know, those, those parents that are overstressed, they're fatigued, they're starting to fall apart themselves, and they want to regain their own empowerment. Because if they don't, they know that, you know, if they're not really able to help their families, um, and a lot of times, that's why we don't move the needle in our health is that we feel disempowered. My, that might be because we don't have the right information or not the right support. Um, and then when par- and then you know, parents are kind of realizing that it's not just like the situation they're in, but it's actually their own personal health that's keeping them from being able to you know, kind of lead their families into health, lead the charge. So I do that. And we work through a lot of stress reduction stuff. So I've got a group going right now, if anybody wanted to let me, you know, ask me about that. Um, we just started it, but we're going to do another one. We're creating an app for that and an app for the healthy family format as well, which is going to be so awesome. Um, but, you know, things like, like meditations, uh, body work, um, you know, EFT sessions, you know, like all kinds of things like that, that actually don't just tell you what you could do, but help you to do it and and walk you through it. So I do those kinds of sessions as well. And uh, I have a podcast, it's called Family Health Revolution podcast, you can find it anywhere you can find a podcast. Um, and I do clubhouse chats, we're starting to do that every week. And that's more um, along the empowerment line. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, yeah so it's but it's at at empowered family so if anybody's on clubhouse go ahead and check that out and then if you go to my website you can sign up for my newsletter and I've got some books on the road on the more books on the on the way and other programs you know like healthy mama healthy baby all that but if you get on my newsletter list you will find out what I'm up to
0: (laughs) and you're up to a lot so that's probably the best best way to do that for sure (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> i can't I, i'm not sure i can keep up um that's amazing carla <laughs> Thank you so much again for taking the time to walk us through all this today and for for your work there and for putting this book out in the world because, um, as I said to you, I love supporting authors because um, there's so much work that goes into putting a book like this together, but it, it is a very um, inexpensive way for parents to get access to a lot of really good in-depth information that they can quickly, like you said, put on have it on their shelf and reference whenever they need it. So thanks again for all the work that you do and for joining us here today
1: my pleasure tara thank you so much for having me on i appreciate it
0: so that's a wrap thanks for joining me this week on my child will thrive i'm so passionate about giving you the tools and information you need to help your child recover and as they say it takes a village so join us in the my child will thrive village facebook group where you can meet like-minded parents and stay up to date on everything we have going on at my child will thrive This is Tara Hunkin, and I'll catch you on the next podcast or over at mildchildwillthrive.com.